going to learn a small, a small but powerful piece tonight. Parshas Vayishlach, our parsha, page Kuflam and Hay. Kuflam and Hay. I have been made small. Yaakov is humbled by all of the chasadim, all of the emes, asher asisos avdecha. Kibemakli avarti as a yarden hazeh. I only had my stick when I crossed the yarden. Now I have two camps. Pirush Rashi. Rashi said earlier, Shema Yigram Hachet. But you see that Yaakovina was worried. Yaakovina was worried. Even though Hashem Hashem promised him that he would watch over him and that he would be able to ultimately return home and so on. Still, Yaakov was worried. He was afraid of the confrontation with Esav coming up. And Rashi explains because he was afraid that maybe he was no longer worthy of that promise that Hashem had made to him. Or he wouldn't be worthy in the future at some point that the promises would be fulfilled. We look at footnote number one, he brings the whole Mishtalshvos here from the Psukim. It's obviously a very, very big question regarding Bitochen in Hashem and Mishtalshvos. There's a, a big a very long piece in the Chalban on, on our parasha that, that's very Kedai, if you have a couple of days <laughs> to, to go through it. It's a couple of, take a couple of days. I did it with the Chavra on the Thursday Chabura, the Mesil Shamcha, we did a few years ago, on the Indian of, of what happened here with Yaakovinu, Bitochen and Nishtadlus, Al Sugi Bitochen, how much we're required to trust in Hashem and how much of an effort in that whole issue, which is very complicated. Chalban has a long piece over there. It's very, very special. So if you look at footnote one, he says, Pachet Yitzchak, he says Hashem's name, he doesn't say Hashem's name. So this is what Yaakov is saying. You promised me two things. Achas, or twice, once, once when I was running away from Be'er Sheva, when you when you spoke of yourself as being Hashem Elokei Avram Elokei Yitzchak, v'sham amartali, and you told me there, u'shmatiche b'chalasha teilech. You said that that 
that you're going to watch me wherever I go. That was when I left Be'er Sheva. And when I was in Be'er Lovan, he told me to go back to my home, back to Eretz and that I will be with you. Over there you said, so these are the two with these two haftachas. I'm, I'm coming to you, Kivyachal, to remind you of the two promises that you made, that you'll look after me, with the Shem Hashem, without the Shem Hashem, but the two haftachas that you made when I left Be'er Sheva and when I left Beis Lavan. Vain brachas Rabbi Yaakov bar Idi Rami Ksiv v'hina enochi imach shmatichem b'chalashat teilach v'ksiv ayir Yaakov ma'od. So there the Gemara asks the question. Hashem promised him, "Anochi, I'm going to watch you." Ushmatichem b'chalashat teilach. So why is it said by us v'ayir Yaakov ma'od? The Yaakov was very afraid. Why was he afraid? Hashem promised him not once. Hashem promised him twice. So why is Yaakov afraid? That's the big question. So the answer that Rashi brings is also from Chazal, is he was afraid that. Maybe when the haftachas were made, he was he was worthy, but it could be that over time, those promises would no longer apply to him. He would no longer be in that in that madrega. So the Rebbe writes, "Mitzarech lahaven." We need to understand. If Yaakov is worried that he would at some point in the future sin and would no longer be worthy of these promises being fulfilled, so then if that's the problem, then what does it help to say, and I just want to remind you, that you said that you'll take care of me. How does that make it any different? So the Barsham could say, okay, I said, I'll take care of you. But I said that to... I said that to Yaakov on, on, on Madrega Aleph. And if you... if you remain such a Yaakov, fine, if not. So I'm not, I'm not bound to it. In other words, the fact that... the fact that Hashem now... T- that Yaakov comes now to say to Hashem... That you told me, twice you promised me that you'll look after me. How does that resolve the underlying issue of Yaakov being concerned that Shema Yigam that he wouldn't be worthy? That's the Rabbi's question. Shema Yigam would mean that the fact that Hashem promised him is meaningless, according to what he was worried about. So, what's the Indian of saying, you told me? By the snap, by the burning bush, that Hashem saw Moshe Ben had turned away. And Hashem called out. To Moshe Rabbeinu, 
mitachasna, from within the sna. Hashem said twice, and Moshe went and said, here I am. So the Medrash says, there are a number of places in Chumash. Hashem says, Hashem says the name twice. By Avram Vino, it's also. It says, but But the way that you read the Pasik is that there's a psik, there's a pause between the first Avram and the second Avram. Avram, Avram has a psik. Yaakov, Yaakov, also. There's a psik. Hashem was speaking to Yaakov when he was leaving, going down to Mitzrayim. He says, Vayomer, Yaakov, Yaakov. But between the first Yaakov and the second, there's a karma. Yaakov, Yaakov. Yeshua psik. And in Navi, Shmuel, Shmuel. Also, in the laning, there's a break between there's a, there's a psik between the first Shmuel and second Shmuel. Shmuel, Shmuel, Yesh, Bopsik. Avamaisha, Maisha, Ein, Bopsik. Chazal say, but here in this Pasik by the, by the snap, by the bush that's on fire, it says Maisha, Maisha without any break in between. There's no psik. There's no comma between them. Lama came. So the Medrash says, why is this? And the Medrash answers with a marshal that this can be compared to a person who is carrying a very heavy burden, a heavy load. The curry plenty, plenty cravy, and he calls out whatever the person's name is by his name, cravy, my, my friend, my mishpach, or whatever. Please help me and take off this, this, help me take off this tremendous masui, this load that I'm carrying. That's what the Medrash says. So how does the, how does the Medrash explain the difference between Avram, Avram, and Yaakov, Yaakov, Shmuel, Shmuel, where there's a psik between the first and second time that Hashem says the name, and over here, by Moshe, where it just says, Moshe, Moshe, without any psik. So the Rebbe explains, Hainu. Shalachain kara Hashem as Moshe, shtei pa'amim below psik. Hashem called out to Moshe Rabbeinu twice, the name twice, Moshe, Moshe, called out below psik, without any pause, any comma. Kivyochel, k'moshe nosnu masoi godl olav. The Medrash is saying, like a person who was carrying, they put on top, they put on him this tremendous load, this, this thing to carry, the curry lakrovo, and he doesn't have time to pause between calling out the person's name because he's going he's gonna to collapse. He's going to fall. So he has to, he's calling out urgently with, a, with an urgency to his friend, quickly, quickly take this off before I'm crushed by it. Therefore, there's no psik in between. There's no pause. There's no time to pause. It's, there's a crisis. He's going to collapse under the burden. 
So therefore, by Avram, Avram, there's a pause. By Yaakov, Yaakov, Shmuel, Shmuel, there's a pause. In other words, Hashem calls out the name. Stop. Calls out the name again. But when Hashem calls to Moshe Rabbeinu by the snare, there's something crazy going on. There's, there's something urgent where the Medrash is saying there can't, there's no time to pause between the first motion and the second motion. Like when a person's, it's an emergency, just screams the name over and over again. Over and over again. Moshe, Moshe, Moshe. There's no, there's no psik. That's the Medrash. Now the Rebbe says a very, very deep thing. And of course, it's talking about the matzav that they were in. V'zeu achiluk. The achiluk is as follows. Yesh bechinas imo anochi b'tzor. Hashem tells us that there are times that when we're going through a, a tzara, a difficulty, a tzara, that Hashem is with us. I am together with you. Meaning, that even though the tzara is something that we are suffering through, it's a burden that we're carrying. But I am with you. I am with you. It's our tzara, but imanochi. But I'm, I'm, I'm with you. He, I'm suffering together with you. Imanochi b'tzara. I'm together with you in your tzara. However, there are times when the tzara of Yisrael is is so terrible, it's so great. Next page. When the tzara is so great that we can't carry it at all, we just can't go on with it. We're, we're collapsing, we can't go on. And the only way that we could possibly continue, there's no way that we, that, we could, that we could manage, that we could continue. And the only way it's possible to go on, the tzara is so terrible, it's so great. The only way that it's possible to go on is that Hashem is giving us, giving us somehow the strength to exist, and to remain alive in such sorrows that are so difficult and so cruel. But there's no way to explain how a human being could survive these sorrows, that a human being can carry such, such sorrows. And in that situation, it's not just a gilu of imo anochi b'tzara, I'm with you, I'm helping you. In other words, you do what you have to, and I'm here to help you. There are, there, there's a situation where the tzaras are so unbearable that there's no way, when you look at the human being, there's no way to understand that he can go on. Oz kivyochel hamasu yagol ki'ilu olav nisuna. And then it's Kivyachal Ki'ilu, Hashem 
takes over. He takes the burden off of us. And it's Kilu, he takes it upon himself. Not together. We'll share the tzara. But that Hashem takes the tzara upon himself. Now the way that comes out is that there's something otherworldly that's revealed in the person's ability to go on living. That's not humanly explainable. How the person goes on with such sorrows. Such terrible sorrows and loss and misery. The only way that it's understood, the Rabbi's saying, is because there's a Hezgalos of Elokus, something that's superhuman, that's godly, that has taken that has taken this sorrow upon himself so that the person is infused with some strength that he couldn't possibly have that it's not possible the human being could have such a thing it's not the koch Jewish people don't have the strength to go on with this, to carry such sorrows. It's clear that it's Rak Koach Hashem, Hashem that Hashem has infused us with some supernatural beyond anything we could ever do ourselves, because there's no way to understand how we're continuing with this, how we can go on this way. So in that case, the Rebbe says, "Hamasui Hagodol, Kilo Olav Yisbarach Nesuna." The great burden, the load, the burden, is Kilo Olav Yisbarach Nesuna. It's Kilo. It's now on Hashem's shoulders. The human being is finished. The human being just wants to die. The Jew can't go on living like this. But Hashem wants him to live. Hashem. Therefore, it takes the burden, Kivyochel, upon himself that this person continue to live. And then look what the Rebbe says. The other Rebbe, who really Yisrael, then Hashem calls out to the Jew. Like Hashem called out to Moshe Rabbeinu. Proik me'alai Hamasui. Then Hashem calls out and asks for help. Proik Mirlai, take this burden off of me. Proik Mirlai Hamasui. Now, let's go back to this snare for a minute. The Medrash says that, that Hashem Kivyachal was. was In the Marshal, Hashem is the one who's weighed down. Hashem is infinite. Hashem is weighed down by the suffering of Am Yisrael in Mitzrayim. It's not just Ima Anochi It's not just that I'm with you. But Hashem himself, Kivyochilis, has taken upon himself this suffering, this load, and he's calling out to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe, Moshe, like the Medrash says, like someone calling to a friend. 
without even it's such it's so, it's it's so powerful, it's so urgent that there's not even a psik, there's not even a a, a pause between the words Maisha Maisha. And the Madras is saying, like someone who's calling to his friend, please help me. So in the Nimshal, it means that Hashem is calling to Maisha Rabbeinu, help me. It's too much for me to bear. I'm carrying this, it's too much for me to bear. I, I need you to help me. So, what does that mean? Now the Rebbe is saying that the matzav that we're in here in, in, in the war, in the Mulchama, is beyond the Ima Anochi that if we're living, if we're still living and we're able to go on despite everything that's happened to us, is because Hashem has taken it from us on some level. He's taken it from us. But now Hashem is calling out to us and saying, it's taka unbearable, even though, of course, nothing's unbearable for Hashem. But we'll see in a second why. This is unbearable. Take it off of me. And that's what the Rebbe asks right away. What does that mean? How are we supposed to now help Hashem with, its, with the tsaras that He's taken on Himself? The answer is b'tshuva, b'tfila, b'tzdaka, rachman zelza. By in our situation now, every little bit of tshuva that we do every little bit of davening, every little bit of tzedakah, every little bit of rachmanis that we have, compassion and pity, one for each other, that we're good to each other. That's how we relieve Hashem of the masui of our suffering. As Hashem is saying, be good. Be good. And and the way that you can the way that you can make that you can take this burden off of me. And Bakhlal to be mamtik the suffering and the dinam that you and I are all going through is through tshuva and tefila and stoka rachmana zalze. Avukshatzaros einan kolkachkedolos. However, when the tsaras are not unbearable, they're not so terrible. Vuhu yisbarach rak imay nochi betsara. And in that case, Hashem doesn't take the burden; He shares the burden, or He's with us. He's encouraging us and with us in the tsara. Then there could be a then there could be a a, a then there could be a discussion, a question, a judgment. Are we worthy to be are we worthy to be spared this suffering? Are we not worthy? That's not the case. If the tsaras are completely unbearable, that we can't go on, 
That's not Imoy That's Adsha Masui he kivyochel olav. So now the then the Masui the weight is on Hashem's shoulders. So we're saying the Rebbe's crying out and saying that then there's no time. It's an urgent situation. It's Kova Hashem. All of this is a, a remez. It's all a muscle. This whole term. I'm talking about God carrying him carrying this. Then quickly, it's not anymore about us suffering. It's about your suffering. And if that's the case, when it's us who's suffering and it's not so terrible and it's Iman Echibetzara, so then are we good? Are we not good? Are we worthy? Are we not worthy? But Rabbi Shalom, the situation now is way beyond that. The situation is such that the Tzaras are unbearable. Mimela means that you are going through this suffering, Kivyachal, and you're certainly worthy. Hashem is innocent. He's just taking it upon himself to help us. So certainly, Hashem is innocent. Why should our father, our king, suffer? That has to stop immediately. You're the one who's suffering. There's no other way to explain our, being, our, our ability to continue. It's because somehow, it's somehow you're suffering. So Hashem, you don't deserve to suffer. When it's smaller, and it's iman echibetzara, so there's a question, do we deserve, how much suffering do we deserve, and so on. But now, it's beyond that. The suffering is unbearable, and you've taken it upon yourself, and you don't deserve this. Why should, why should chasvalila, why should Hashem, why should you suffer? The Apostle Mirames, and the Rebbe comes back to our parasha. And he says that that's what is hinted at in our Apostle. Katonti, etc. Shemer Yigra Machet. So Yaakovin was worried. That he's not worthy, katarinti. He's not worthy of the promises that were made. Aval, however, va'ata amarta hetiv etiv imach. Now, the simple pshat, of course, is that you, Hashem, said that you, Hashem, said hetiv etimi. That I will surely be good to you. That's the pshat. But chutzman ha'poshet, but the rem is here, it's not the pshat. But the rem is, the hint over here is, Ata Marta, you said to me, Rabbi Shalom, Hetev Etev Imach, that I should do you a favor, that I should be good to you. That I should be good to you, Hashem, and help you. That I should be good to you. Not that you'll be good to me. I should worry about you. Since the Masui, the burden is, is upon you. In Cain, if that's the case, 
even if I sin. And I'm not worthy of being of being protected and saved by you, Hashem. But Hashem, you are worthy. Take it from yet and save me quickly, immediately. For your sake. Save me for your sake. You following what just happened? He says, You told me, that I should be native to you. In other words, when it's come to a point where the suffering is inhuman, and as a result of that, that you, Hashem, take upon yourself the suffering, that I should hear you, Hashem, calling out, Moshe, Moshe, calling out to me. The Yaakov is saying, I should hear Hashem calling out to me, Hetiv, etiv, imach, that I should be kind to you, Hashem. Everything's turned around. Hetiv, etiv, I should be kind to Hashem. Tevachmon is lamancha. Lamancha. Of course the Rebbe's talking about Chil Hashem, you understand. I don't have to explain that. But the Rebbe's saying in a deeper level, because this is, it's crazy. Hashem carrying, I can't. What the Tzaddik is saying is, Rabbi Shalom, it's one thing if the, if the honor of Am Yisrael is being desecrated. When there's, when there's suffering that's understandable or there's suffering that's bearable, that's a pagam in covered Yisrael. Certainly it's a pagam in the covet of your nation, of your people. And of course we're asking that Hashem should restore our covet. And Hashem should help us because it's a bizarre to your people. It's a bizarre to Amis. But sometimes the Rebbe is saying, however, when the bizarreness are so unbelievable, when it's so sick, when the tsaras are so crazy that no human being could see this as being something which is normal, then the truth is that we're the ones that have to help you. Because at the end of the day, Rabbi Shalom, your name is being desecrated. It's not about us anymore, you understand? This is, this is bad for you. This is bad publicity. This is just bad for you. It's not about us anymore. I think that's the meaning of this business of the load going from here to there. It's, it's already beyond that. It's like in the Torah, like the, the nations of the world are saying, what did they do, these people, that deserve that? Like, what's going on? If it's... And suffering is always terrible. But if it's a type of suffering that's <clears throat> whatever that is, <clears throat> there's a war going on. <clears throat> so people suffer and die in war. <clears throat> and then we then we that's a that's mostly a, an Indian of covered Yisrael, that your people should be suffering in such a way. It's, it's not good. And if asking you to be with us and help us. And we and in that situation, there's a diyun. Are we worthy of your saving us and helping us, or are we not worthy? But that's when the spotlight is on us. But at this point, the Rebbe is saying, forget about that. That's it's way beyond that. Because it's totally weird what's going on. 
This is totally, totally beyond anything. Normal. Even normal suffering in the Teva of a Milchama, what's going on. Now, Rabbi Shalom, I have to tell you that the spotlight is on you. You're carrying the burden of this because this looks really bad. <clears throat> so, I say, you know, do it for the sake of your holy name, do it for your sake. So, so the Rosh Hashanah is saying to Yaakov, no, yeah, the Rosh Hashanah is saying to Yaakov, you know, when it comes to such a situation, I want you to daven in this way. What's the way to daven when, it, when it's terrible? Really, really unbearable? The way to daven is to focus on covered Shemayim, on the covered of the Shekhinah, on the Chil Hashem, the Chil Hashem that's in the world. The Chil Hashem. And take off that burden from me of the Chil Hashem. That's the way to daven. That's the way to daven. <coughs> Together, of course, with what the Rebbe said before, by doing whatever you can to help unburden how? Take off the burden from Hashem how? Tshuva, Tfilah, Tzedakah, Rachmanis, Jews having Rachmanis on each other. Having Rachmanis on each other. To stop the Chil Hashem that's taking place in the world. That it can't go on in such a way. So I think maybe that's what the Rebbe is being miramis to, this switching of the burden of the load from being a chil of Am Yisrael to going beyond that to, the, to a terrible chil of chil Hashem. There's no bigger chil Hashem than that. that. That the nations of the world are saying, where's their God? What kind of business is this? The chosen people are suffering more than anybody else that's and in the most bizarre way. That already moves everything in the other direction. Now it becomes more a weight that's on Hashem's name. It becomes already a question of terrible, terrible chil Hashem. You can't just say this, but Tava, listen, people suffer, you know, it's a bad time. What are you going to do? Listen, people are suffering, World War II people suffer, but this is beyond. What's going on with the Jews is something different. And if that's the case, it's no longer a matter of just the covet of Am Yisrael. Matasa l'shim what about, what about you, Rebbein This is a serious thing you're carrying upon yourself. So Hashem says to us, no, help me. Help me, meaning, be Shem Shemai, Shuva, Tvila, Tztake, Achman Ezalza, Achman Ezalza. That's what the Rebbe was, I believe that's what the Rebbe was saying. It's a very hard piece. I, will, I believe that that's what the Rebbe is saying. I don't know if you have other ideas. It's a very hard piece. Anything else you have? Any other interpretation? I'm not sure. What I just said now is really B'derech Evshim. I don't know. It's very short and it's not so clear. But, I mean, it's the kind of a Torah that, that if, you, if you take it literally, it, 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 it's very, very hard to understand. I think maybe that's what the Rebbe is saying. No. So Hashem has been suffering long enough, and Am Yisrael has been suffering long enough. Say Allah. <laughs> so, should be no more suffering for us, and Mela no more suffering for him. There shouldn't be any more schlepping, except that Hashem will schlep us. I can't finish showing back to Yerushalayim. The Gulashim of Amitis, maybe I may not know.
you have a minion for Marv?